All right, it's a go. So what's up, everybody? I appreciate you being on um, the podcast with me. This is the first episode of Fit Veteran Podcast. So this is something I've been wanting to start for a while now. Um, it's something that I think a lot of veterans need to hear. Um, as a veteran myself, I know what it was like coming out of the military, you know, being in terrible shape, kind of going downhill and not knowing what direction to go. So my goal with the podcast is just to help educate veterans, EMTs, firefighters, anybody that serves or has served on how to show up for yourself first. So that way we can better help others. All right. So um, really with the first episode, I just wanted to tell you guys more about myself, um, basically how I got into this, my journey on um, the fitness side and uh, and yeah, just go from there. So hopefully um, I can add some value to you guys here um, and uh, and we can keep keep the show rocking for as long as possible. So um, so my journey really starts um, back when I was in the Marines. So I was in the Marines from 2004 to 2008. Um, while I was in the Marines, I actually um, got hurt. Uh, I was in Iraq. Uh, nothing crazy. Just, you know, we had a night patrol. I was, you know, outside the wire um, doing different security stuff. So, um, you know, I wasn't in a firefight, nothing crazy like that. Um, I just ended up having um, a, a bunch of a bunch of my gear on me. Um, I ended up taking a bad spill and I ruptured two discs in my back. Right. So um, this was at the age of 21, 22. So at the ripe old age of 21, 22, I had um, back surgery, a discectomy. So they basically took part of my um, disc that was protruding against my sciatic nerve. They took that out of uh, my back um, to relieve the pressure off of that. So um, it worked. I had instant pressure. Some of you guys maybe had the same surgery. Um, it's actually a pretty common injury, just even among civilians. Um, but the thing was, obviously, when you get cut open, like your body's never going to be the same. Right. So um, right away I was put on, you know, pain, pain meds. I was put on uh, different muscle relaxers, things like that. So um, and this was right towards the time I was about to get out. So um, I was ready to get out. Um, I did my four years. I was happy with what I had accomplished. Um, but needless to say, even in the last six months of my of my service, I I basically fell off the fitness wagon. Like I was on light duty, um, basically got big, got fat, right? And it only got worse like when I got out. So when I got out, um, I was lost, just like a lot of you guys are or were. Maybe you've been there before, um, and. And I was on all kinds of stuff, man. And even back then, the VA kind of just, they just, we all know how the VA healthcare system is, guys. Like, if you're a veteran, you already know. If you have a veteran loved one, like, you probably heard the horror stories, right? Um, and they used to just send me pain pills in the mail. I still remember getting pain pills in the mail. And, uh, and yeah, so, like, I had a pain pill addiction. I would take them all the time just for the fun of it sometimes too. I was young, I was dumb. Um, I didn't need them for pain, but probably not as much as I, as I, uh, as I was taking them for. Um, and I was, you know, just on all types of muscle relaxers. Uh, again, I was out of shape, just not paying attention to what I was eating. And I was really honestly depressed. 
just not feeling good about myself, didn't know which direction to take my life at that time. Because obviously when you get out, especially the Marines, um, I can't speak for any other branch, but it's like, you don't really have a lot of whole life skills, right? You know how to shoot a gun, kill people if you need to. Uh, you know, for me, I was a radio operator. So I had, you know, I knew how to speak on a radio. Like it wasn't anything techno technology wise. Like, I, you know, I wasn't good at any of that either. So um, anyways, um, yeah. So basically my back is all messed up. Um, I'm probably 30 or 40 pounds overweight now after I got out. Um, and I'm just feeling like shit guys. So, um, so I think the turning point for me was just, you know, I think I, I was just kind of, I got sick and tired of feeling like shit. I knew what it felt like to actually feel good. I knew what it felt like to, to be lean and mean as we call it in the Marines. Like I knew what that felt like. Right. Um, it was easier to be lazy. And I think that's why I did it. You know, I had the excuse of the injury, which we all have, you know, we as veterans, we all got some kind of injury, like none of us come out unscathed for the most part. Um, and so I use those excuses. And then until I had a point where I was just like, you know what, I'm tired of feeling like this, like this sucks. I feel like shit. I look like shit. I wasn't confident. You know, I wasn't showing up like I should. And, you know, in all honesty, people are like, you, man, you're a Marine, you know, I felt I didn't feel good about that because I didn't feel like I embodied what a Marine should look like, even when they get out. Right. And I think that's what a lot of us veterans do. And, you know, this I say it's all love, but veterans, I feel like especially Marines, we we come out and we peak. Right. Oh, you know, we talk about the good old days and the Marines and you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sure every branch does this. And, and then we hang our hat on that for the rest of our lives. Right. And I never liked that. I never liked hanging my hat on one thing. I never want to be described as one thing, right. Um, like a one trick pony, like I'm a dad, um, I'm a husband, I'm a, you know, I'm a Marine. Um, I'm a fitness coach, you know, I'm, I'm a lot of different things. So I don't, I'll never be the guy that, you know, oh, yeah, I did this and and that was good enough. Like, I'm always striving to be better. And that's that's something I think as veterans that we also have in us. And just because you go through boot camp, you do the hard shit and you serve your time doesn't mean that once you're done, like, your life just goes downhill or like, hey, I did my time. I'm good. Like, you still need to show up for your loved ones like you're supposed to. You still need a lead from the front. It's just a different you're in a different environment now and you still got to do that. Right. And that means taking care of yourself first. So if anybody that is listening to this podcast takes anything away from me and, and my words, it's that I want you guys to show up like you're supposed to. Right. I want you guys to be powerful every single day. I want you to be proud of saying, hey, I'm a veteran and I served and I still look like I could serve. Right. Because if you do that. You're like, oh man, are you still in? Are people still mistaking you for in? Or they could tell, like, on the opposite end, like, oh yeah, you could tell that guy ain't been in for a while, like, right? Or that girl, right? You don't want that. I want you guys, I want you guys all feeling great all the time and trying different stuff too. And we'll get into that a little bit more. So, anyways, back to my personal journey. I got sick and tired of it. Um, I started going back to the gym and my thing with the gym guys was I would always get bored really quick. Right. So in the Marines, we run a lot. 
we do hit the gym a little bit, but it's a lot of um, calisthenics, a lot of body weight stuff we did, right? And then just being active. Like, you're in your 20s. You're the bottom of the totem pole. Like, you're doing all the bitch work, right? You're doing all the bullshit, right? So you're staying active. You're, you know, grunting, hauling, doing whatever you got to do. So it's easy to be in great shape when you're, you know, young and you're at the bottom of the totem pole. So you're doing all the physical stuff that the higher ups aren't going to do. That's easy, right? And so... When I got back and I decided like, hey, I need to get my my butt in shape, I got off the pain pills because the thing is the pain pills only mask what you don't feel good about, right? Once you feel, really feel good about yourself and you feel confident and you're showing up, like you aren't going to want to take those pain pills no more. You ain't going to want to take the muscle relaxers, the whatever it is, the alcohol, things like that. I have a lot of clients that, you know, and I think this is big for veterans is we're, we're alcoholics, like we, it, you know, we, we play hard, we work hard, right? I remember getting drunk in the barracks all the time. And, and a lot of guys don't lose that every week. And it's, you know, drink, drink, drink until you're unconscious. And it's like, you know, once you feel good about yourself and your accomplishments, you're not going to need that to mask the way you're feeling anymore. Right. And I'm not saying I don't drink anymore. I never go out fun. Like I still, I can still get down with the best of me if I, if I truly want to. Rarely ever does it happen anymore because I know what it feels like to to feel really good without having to do any drugs, without having to be drunk, you know, um, and I'd rather choose that because there's no repercussions to just being in good shape and eating healthy and being on a good routine. Um, there's only positive outcomes of that, right? And the other thing, the alcohol, the drugs, that's there's mostly just negative outcomes, right? So, um so I don't partake in that too much anymore, and, but I don't look at down at anybody that does. But as veterans, you guys got to start, got to got to cut yourself off of it a little bit. So I've been blessed to be able to help. Even my friend, um, George Day, he was, uh, he served with me. He co I coached him for a while. He was drinking every single night, which I know a lot of us guys do. A lot of guys that I've worked with, they drink six packs, right, every single night. And he was able to cut a lot of that out. He slept better. He was in great shape. He dropped 40, 50 pounds in like not long. I think 16, 20 weeks, he dropped 40, 50 pounds. Completely changed. So, and he had a young daughter he wanted to do it for. He knew he wasn't showing up like he was supposed to. I've helped veterans and just clients in general quit smoking. Um, you know, people that I was like, you know, I would ask him like, you see, your son sees you smoking cigarettes. Do you think that that's the example that you want to set for him? No, that's not at all. And slowly and surely, we got them off cigarettes and alcohol. So, so a lot of good things come when you really take the time to to invest in yourself and 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 figure out ways to do it right. And it's just taking that first step, and it's being able to like to be okay to fail, right? Just because you smoke a pack a day and then you go to quit and you try and 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 you fail doesn't mean that you're a failure for life. You can always keep trying. Every time you keep trying, I promise you it'll get a little easier and you'll probably get a little bit further, right? But we got to overcome some of those obstacles that are in our way, right? And that goes deep within, okay? And that's something I'm going to talk about on the podcast as well, too. So anyways, going back to my story. So um, got back in shape the only way I knew how. how. Uh, I ate less. I uh, worked out more, like super easy, right? Um Back then, and I think, you know, my generation or the generations before me, we didn't have the advantage of having all these different fitness things, right? And that's what this generation 
um, needs to realize that they're lucky to have is like the kickboxing, the jujitsu, the CrossFit, the, you know, uh, running 5k, like none of that was around when I was younger. Right. That didn't really start getting popular. All of those things didn't really start getting popular until, um, probably I was right getting out of the Marine Corps, 2008, 2009, 10. Um, that's when the fitness, um, fitness had been popular, but like these other, like, I want to call them like subcategories started coming out and then you could have your pick of things you really liked, Right. And that was the game changer for me because I would go in, I would do the guy thing, the bro thing, the traditional lifting, right. Where it's, you know, uh, I don't know, three sets of 10 on the chest, you go wrestler and some guy, and some people really like this and that's cool. It just wasn't for me. I get bored real quick. I'll be looking on my phone, like, you know, um, and now that I'm getting older and, I can't do some of the things that I want to do anymore. Like I'm, I'm more traditional bodybuilder. I'm starting to see myself get more into traditional bodybuilding back again, but now I have focus because I'm older, I'm more mature. Uh, but back then it was, you know, kind of doing the same thing, not working off a program, not doing the research behind what was going to be able to end, you know, to my defense, there wasn't a lot of, re there, there wasn't a lot of, there was research, but there wasn't a lot of, uh, like ways to go get it right the internet was kind of new still it wasn't new but it was like you can't just go google stuff in 2008 2009 you probably could but it's like it's just harder right anyways um so yeah i kind of got away from the traditional bodybuilding stuff because i just it wouldn't motivate me to want to go in um so i started playing around with a lot of different stuff and that's what you know my my word of wisdom is to you guys is that if you feel not motivated to go work out, because I believe it really starts with, with the workout, right? Like eating right and all that kind of comes after, but you got to get moving. You got to give yourself a reason to eat right, to like want to do things better, right? And I think the hard work is what us humans are, are willing to do as far as the gym, like most of us, right? We'll be able to go in get a good workout in, feel accomplished, and then hopefully everything can stack on top of that, right? So for me, it was uh, P90X. I did P90X for a while. If you guys, you know, the older people, maybe uh, Generation X remembers that. Um, so I did a lot of that in the living room. I like that style, the moving around one thing to the next, not a lot of rest, because uh, again, I got ADHD or something because I just get bored real quick. Um, so then I went into like more boot camp style, which is kind of like P90X. Um, I've done kickboxing. You know, I, I owned a gym for nine years, um, you know, and we had kickboxing, we had Zumba, we had a lot of fun stuff. So, so that's a benefit that the new generation has that maybe some of those older guys didn't have is the ability to go pick, go choose, go try different stuff. But that's the thing is you got to go try. You can't just like, oh, I might do that. Like you got to take that first step. So. So that's what kind of got me started again. Um, once I got back into shape, people started asking me like, hey, you know, how did you know, how'd you get in shape? Asking me questions. I really liked helping people with it. And it was something that I was passionate about and I, I really liked doing. Right. So um, I got certified as a personal trainer um, and uh, not too long after that, I opened up a gym. Um, so it was a boot camp style gym. Um, so we ran that for nine years, um, and that was really good too. Um, and, and then, um, you know, the thing about the gym too, and this is, you know, my, my, my journey, right. I can only speak to my journey. The thing about the gym was it was great for working out. And that again is, I think the foundation where you need to start, but once you get past that, 
and your body's not changing, you got to start looking at other things. And that's obviously the nutrition, right? The nutrition is 90% of it, guys. It's something that we all know, we all say, right? But we don't truly understand it, right? And so hopefully I can help you guys understand just the way nutrition actually works. And it may be completely different than what you actually think it is. Um, and so, you know, I was a gym owner. Sometimes I was a big gym owner. Sometimes I was a skinny gym owner. Sometimes I was fit, you know, my body fluctuated all the time because I did the typical yo-yo stuff, right? I did keto before keto was keto. I did keto and keto was basically just low carb diet, right? I've done paleo. I've done macro counting, calorie counting, um, even, even thought about doing just like protein shakes one time. Like that's how ignorant I was. I was like, I'm just going to drink protein shakes all the time. And maybe a multivitamin or, or something. I can't even remember what I thought, but I remember thinking like, oh, liquid diet. Like, and then there's the shakes, right? Where it's a uh, body by lie. I don't know if people remember that. It's like 10 different ways to, 10 different companies that do the same thing, but it's drink two shakes in the, in the, in the beginning of your day. And then at night, eat a regular meal, right? And all that stuff works, guys, to a certain extent, right? And it's all calorie reduction. Um, but at some point, you got to actually know what you're doing, right? Because you can't just calorie reduction all the way to your goal. Some people can, don't get me wrong. You've probably seen it. Those people are pretty lucky. Uh, but for most of us regular folks, like, we got to have a legit plan. So um, so going through the gym, uh, it was fun. Um, I knew a little bit in nutrition, just, you know, general stuff. I think most people know, maybe, maybe a little bit more, right? I got some good transformations out of people. Um, but again, I never really understood nutrition myself. So um, one day I hired a nutrition coach, right? And this is what we call online training now, right? Back then it was just a nutrition coach. Um, and that's when I really figured out like how, how this actually worked. Because it wasn't anything new that he taught me, but it was the accountability that he was giving me and the being able to change things, right? Because here's the thing, when your body changes, when you lose 10, 15, 20 pounds, you're actually going to need to change your plan. You can't just keep doing that same thing because your body adjusts really quick. So if you don't adjust to what, what you're doing to trick the body, right? It's just like they say in a workout where, hey, you can't just keep doing the same workout. You got to trick the body, right? To grow muscle, to lose fat, right? It's nutrition's true too like you can't just you know be at 1800 calories and drop all your weight and think you're never gonna have to change your calorie intake right you can't just cut carbs forever and and think you're gonna you know just get to your goal and maintain your goal you can get to your goal in any of these the fasting the keto i've seen people do it but the problem is sustainability and if you can't do it until you're 80 years old like what's the point of doing it right and that's why i try to get across to everybody i talk to is that look you are going to get stuck. And when you get stuck, you're not going to know, understand like how you even got here. You're not going to understand how to get past it. Right. But you're also, if you don't get stuck or you get past that plateau, you got to be able to not put the weight back on to be able to hold on to that muscle that you build. Right. Um, and that's by having the right plan and doing it the right way. So anyways, I'm digressing a little bit uh, back to my story. So, uh let me see here i wrote some notes um uh, yeah so basically i worked with my coach um and i liked i liked the model i started doing some uh online coaching if you will or basically we call it personal coaching because it really does dive into 
a lot of the um, a lot of the uh, the daily habits, the nutrition, right? Um, a lot of things that people just don't don't think is that important. That really is. We dive into a lot of that, right? Um, and it's why I don't I don't own a gym anymore. I sold my gym two thousand. I think it was two thousand. 21 I sold the gym right and it's not because I didn't like working out anymore it's just because I knew this model actually helps to get better results if you stick with it if you're willing to do it right do the hard work and the hard work's not working out the workout is only about 10 percent of it okay maybe 15 so so I adopted the model I started a second business before I sold my first business um the body ops coaching was a name um, I want to gear towards veterans because that's what I saw a lot of was my fellow veterans um, coming out of the service, not not really understanding how to get back in shape or not having the motivation to. Us as military people, we're used to getting told when to do it, how to do it, why to do it, right? And when we don't have that, we feel super lost, right? And call it what it is, like, oh, you should be just self-motivated, whatever. No, we're used to having the accountability. That's how we are programmed right and there's nothing wrong with that in fact i'm the same way i still have that same coach that i worked with four years ago that got me in great shape because not because i don't understand it but because i know the accountability is huge for me right because when i don't have the accountability i am going to eat that extra piece of cake i'm going to drink that extra beer i'm going to you know have another serving of you know, whatever, whatever I really want. So, but when I have in the back of the head that, hey, I got to turn this thing into my coach, you're going to see exactly what I'm doing. I don't really want to have to sit there and explain myself. That's enough for me to just be like, nah, I'm good. I'm not going to do it. So, um, so that's why I really like the model. I really like it for veterans too, because I think it's something we all need. We all have injuries. Um, we all have things that are holding us up mentally as well too. We work a lot with uh, mental barriers, right? And as veterans working through PTSD, anxiety, depression, all those things we need to actually work past to get our fitness goals, right? It has nothing to do with us lifting weights. It has nothing to do with us eating the right food. It's literally like we're our own worst enemy, okay? And this isn't just for veterans, guys. It's, if you're watching this or listening to this and you're going, well, I'm not a veteran, so this doesn't apply to me. It definitely applies to you. I just choose to work with veterans because I know where they're coming from. But we work with tons of people that aren't veterans, that aren't first responders, that just need to get back in shape. And they like what we stand for, right? We're all about America. We're all about, um, you know, thanking our veterans and serving those who serve us. That's what we're all about. So even if you're just a big supporter of that, that's all you need, okay? So if you're thinking, you know, this doesn't apply to me, it definitely does. It applies to everybody that has um, everybody that's a human being, right? I was going to say everybody that has arms and legs, but here's a kicker. We have veterans that don't have arms and don't have legs and absolutely freaking crush it. So, um, what's your excuse if you're not doing it? So anyways, uh, so body off started in 2021. Um, and we are, we are wanting to become the face of veteran fitness, first responder fitness, um, you know, just with our service, with our products, with everything we we know that can really help help people. So that's my goal with um, this podcast, with my business. That's what kind of my North Star is. 
Um, and so that is pretty much the gist of my story. Um, there's a lot of little small details I could probably get into, guys. Um, but I don't want to make this too long. I want to make it uh, digestible here. So um, if you just so you're getting some kind of piece of you know valuable content out of this, uh, so it's not just about my story. If you feel like you're a veteran, you just got out, you're not sure where to get started. Um, the biggest thing I can tell you is to try different stuff and keep your options open, right? And even if that isn't with us, if that's you know working with a personal trainer, um, you know CrossFit, you know boot camp, uh, you know kickboxing. I'm doing jiu-jitsu right now, so I've actually started working out a little bit less. So I still lift four times a week, but I'm also doing uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu um, twice a week now too, uh, just because. You know, it's a skill and I like to learn skills. So I think that's, especially as veterans, like we need, we need that, um, we need that like bone in front of us or that carrot, you know, that thing to chase after. Right. And, and they say that it's it, like dogs are like that too. Right. And I don't want to like say we're dogs or anything, but we are animals. Right. And I don't know if you guys ever heard about when, when dogs don't have a purpose, when they don't feel like they have a purpose, they're going to just start digging holes, right? And that's what us humans do is we dig holes in our own lives. We fuck up our own lives. Um, we self-sabotage because we don't have purpose, right? And maybe your purpose is only being a great father, a great mother. Um, and not only, like, maybe that's your purpose, right? Maybe your purpose is to help others. Maybe your purpose is to make a million dollars. Maybe your purpose is to go do a, do a physique show. Go do a CrossFit Games, you know, uh, try to make it to the CrossFit Games. Whatever your purpose is, strive for it, right? Because if you don't have that purpose, it's going to be hard for you to continue continue in this world, right? We need to always have something worth looking forward to. So that's it for me, guys. I hope you guys got a lot out of this. Uh, we'll do episode number two um, in a week and uh, hope everybody tunes in. I hope you guys got a lot out of that.